Hi everybody, this is Crypto Rich, working with you to get rich with crypto, filling our pockets with crypto profits. This is a line drawing depicting the Spanish Inquisition. Now, why am I showing that? Well, I'm going to go through this article, which is about the crypto, the great crypto inquisition. And this is by Brandon Elliott. Brandon is the CEO of Javi. I'm just going to be going through the articles. I like the he occasionally writes stuff. I like what he writes. I like where he comes from. And Javi is a project that I have covered on my channel. Um, before I continue, I want to let you know this is not investment advice. Do your own due diligence and don't, 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 don't invest any more than you can afford to lose. All I'm doing in this video and all my other videos is sharing with you what I'm discovering as I travel along on the blockchain. So, and I will link to this in the description below. In cryptocurrency, we trust. Why should anyone care about cryptocurrency? Now here he says it matters because cryptocurrency represents freedom money for me and those I care about. Now, how is it freedom money? Well, there's no banks or governments that can control it. It's decentralized. It's democratized. People have ownership of their money. And, you know, we people could on on mass decide not to use Bitcoin or actually what happened is people on mass, more and more people are deciding to use Bitcoin and to afford it value and the governments can't do anything about it. The thought of people having options other than the banks has gotten the bankers scared to death. Since the banks own the governments, we see an unreasonable amount of regulation being thrown around. Now, just this thing, since the banks own the governments, is that true? Well, it reminded me of a quote by uh, Maya Amschel Rothschild. Now, the Rothschilds, apparently, I've not looked into this in detail, but they're supposed to be like behind all the banks and the richest family in the world or one of the richest family. But Maya Amschel Rothschild said, let me issue and control a nation's money. And I care not who writes the laws. Let me issue and control a nation's money. And I care not who writes the laws. Now, a couple of examples of that is one is the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve is a private corporation owned by six banks. They lend money to the U.S. government. And then the U.S. government has to pay the Federal Reserve back with interest and where does the where does the US government get the money from from various taxes and stuff that's one example right um where the US government is in hock to a private corporation then another one i think is what's happening in the European Union where in the eurozone the countries that are using the euro instead of their own country instead of their own currencies like in britain we have the pound uh Greece doesn't have the drachma anymore. It has the euro. It's dependent upon its freedom and sovereignty is dependent upon the winds of the EC European Central Bank, the ECB. So the Greeks don't have a say. They can't devalue their the euro and uh, default on the loans and then go back to using the drachma. They could. They could go back to using the drachma, but they're tied to the to the fortunes of the euro. So it doesn't really matter whether uh, the Greek people voted for a party as they did like Syriza, which was supposed to be against the EU, which is supposed to be against austerity, because in the Eurozone, you get whichever flavor of party you vote for, you get the, sa you get the same bankers in control. So yes, I agree with that. And then he says, he says that through his experience of launching a crypto-focused startup, which is Javi, they're in ICO currently, and they're doing surprisingly well right now during, during this ICO. They're like more than halfway through their um, hard cap of 8 million. 
So I have seen firsthand the lengths that the governments and the banks will go to suppress, to oppress disruptive startups that are not controlled by them and their buddies. So he says it's funny because the media will say go and hold, uh, go and buy stocks and hold them, but they berate, they're the same people who berate cryptocurrency enthusiasts for holding their crypto. Even though it's all the same, it all, it all operates on the principle of faith. Yes, even crypto is fiat by definition. So, so, so I had to look this up. Is it? Is it? Think about it. Is it fiat? Well, let's have a look. What is fiat money? According to Investopedia, fiat money is currency that a government has declared to be legal tender, but it is not backed by a physical commodity. The value of fiat money is derived from the relationship between supply and demand rather than the value of the material from which the money is made. So no government, as far as I know, has declared that Bitcoin is legal tender. Uh, the pound, the euro, the dollar, the yen, they're all legal tender. It's not backed by a physical commodity. You can't go and redeem it for anything. And let's have a look. Fiat money only has value because the government maintains that value or because two parties agree on said value. Okay, now this, two parties agree on said value. This is where I think could be said that Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies have as share some of the features of fiat. Because, um, you know, you could send me some Bitcoin. I won't say no. Because I agree that it has value. Now, I could offer it to somebody. And if they're like, listen, this doesn't have any value for me, then they're not going to take that as a fair exchange. They will want um, something else, the pound or the dollar or something. Because fiat money is not linked to physical reserves, it risks becoming worthless due to hyperinflation. So now I don't think that this applies to Bitcoin because Bitcoin is limited in supply. Most cryptocurrencies are limited in supply. So you're not going to have hyperinflation. They're going to be deflationary. You know, gold is limited in supply. Uh, silver is limited in supply. So I don't agree with this. I do agree with the one about uh, it's a function of agreement that people agree that it has value, therefore it has value. I'm not even sure if I agree with uh, Bitcoin not being backed by anything. I think it's backed by the algorithm, by computing power, uh, by um, the digital value of it. Just like um, you know, any web browser is backed by the programming code behind it. So here I don't agree with Brandon. But I do get what he's saying. It's fear in as much as it's agreement. You know, people have faith in it. So I gained more faith in something I knew a little about. I bought my first 33 Bitcoin back in 2012. And uh, he's saying, I'm not going to call out any specific banks because nearly all USA banks and payment services have shunned me or cost me significant money. Most foreign banks have shunned me only out of fear of US repercussion. This has been a growing concern for me since I launched Javi, poised to become the big financial services disruptor. And we're going to find out how. The existing broken banking system is all that people will ever know without cryptocurrency. But with the right team behind the move to make cryptocurrency easy to use and fending off the overregulation, we can have a much better future that balances the power currently wielded by banks. Below are just a very few of the reasons why I love crypto. Don't let this happen to you. Don't become a victim of failing to see and break your chains. Now, here's what he goes through here is that Gemini asked him to... Uh, Gemini Exchange asked him to redo his KYC certification and he'd already done it 
three months previous and they asked him to redo it. And they wanted to, I can't make it out, a link to your business website, a link to a credible public source that corroborates the stated business activity. So they just started questioning his transactions. And then they said to him, due to recent account review, Gemini has determined that your account must be closed. Unfortunately, we're not able to elaborate on the specifics for this decision. Very nice. Uh, and then they tell him that his personal crypto account was also in closer, closed. So his fiat account was closed as well as his personal crypto account. Just two minutes later, and they locked all his funds for 60 days. And then Coinbase did the same thing. Uh, oh, actually, no, what Coinbase did was they asked him about a transaction that he had conducted some six, six months previous. Describe the nature of the following digital currency transfers and what s services they may be related to, if any. Please be as specific as possible. And he says, you're asking me about an old transaction, what it was sent for? Seriously? And he says the link doesn't work. And then they give him some more information. Please check this out. And he says, it's crazy to ask for details on a transaction that took place six months ago. And then they said, could you provide more specific information? And I think, was it in the end? Uh, Please cancel my recent pending order, return the funds to my bank and close my Coinbase account. Nice one, Coinbase. And then there was a time when Coinbase um, had to provide information to the IRS at the IRS's request. Coinbase took the IRS to court. They lost the court decision. And what happened was they had to release details to the IRS. Then TransferWise. Now, TransferWise is a really great way of sending money. It's much, much cheaper than the banks, right? But TransferWise then said, could you please let us know the payment reason for the following transfers? Number one and number two, you can let us know by replying to this email. <laughs> it's like... I've been harassed by the traditional banks often, questioned on cash in withdrawals, international transfers, always had my fraud claims denied and asked to come into the bank with two forms of ID to prove my identity and answer questions. This has been going on for nearly a decade. However, I did not begin cataloging the harassment until recently. Just know that it's getting worse. The legacy system is broken. We must fix it. So he got... Um, Javi uses Stripe for their payment services and Stripe said, what do they say here? Uh, While we hate to give you anything less than a great experience, it does seem that your business is in violation of the Stripe services agreement uh, because we're unable to accept payments for illegal goods as mentioned here. And he says, well, illegal goods, crypto is not and has not ever been illegal in the US to my knowledge. And then they ended his agreement with them. So then Javi had to go and make some other uh, arrangements, I would imagine, right? So that's what he's saying. And this is why he's setting up Javi. Part of the reason why he's setting up Javi so that people can be truly, truly free. He says there's no truly easy way to buy, sell and manage all major cryptocurrencies within a simple, secure application. I have had 12 exchange accounts and seven wallets to do what I need to do in crypto. I know that feeling. It seems hard to believe. I don't know how many exchange accounts I have. 
It seems hard to believe that nobody has come out with a usable solution in almost a decade, but there are agendas and reasons why that is true. Many have claimed to be working on a solution, but dig deeper and see they're all vaporware or raised money and never delivered. Javi has a solid qualified team we've put ourselves out there that is pioneering the way forward to deliver the first truly easy solution. So Javi is a wallet which will have um, no KYC, it has two levels, no KYC for crypto to crypto. Uh, it'll integrate with hundreds of exchanges so you can do transactions, you know, as easily as, as I, I don't know, it's like as going from one wallet to another, right? That easily. From within the wallet, a universal wallet, it'll have a built-in decentralized exchange, quick and easy registration. And then if you want fiat conversions, they're going to set it up, crypto to fiat conversions, with minimal KYC, which actually is possible. Uh, My Ether Wallet, by the way, they've announced that they're going to be doing um, crypto to fiat conversions up to $5,000 with no KYC. So it actually is possible. And Javi, uh, my Ether wallet is mostly just ERC20 tokens, but Javi's going to have something like 500 different cryptocurrencies, right? All sorts of advanced features. I have covered this ICO before. Look, they've raised $5.6 million, right? Go through the website, check it out, check out my uh, previous videos on Javi. Comment, ask questions in the description below, read the white paper, go and join the Telegram group. And between now and when I see you next, please keep filling your pockets with crypto profits. Oh, and by the way, the, the new version of Javi is at the time of recording is still in development. Brandon and team want to make sure it's completely, completely perfect and tested and solid and does everything that it's required to do it in a safe, secure, anonymous manner. So hold on. Join the Telegram group to keep up to date. This is Crypto Rich signing out. All the best. Bye-bye.